listeners, welcome to another episode of the Business Exchange, How Business Works, brought to you by the American Business Council. Now, this is a bi-weekly program where business executives and industry experts share insights on how business works and also they share deep dive into the biggest stories, uh, you know, in business or at least the sector they exist. My name is Margaret O'Leary, your host. Today, we will be discussing the free trade zones with specific insights from the Lagos Free Trade Zone. Now, free trade zones are created to attract, you know, foreign direct investments, generate employment, enhance trade and industrialization, encourage technology transfer and contribute to a national, um, the national growth and development. So Lagos State has 13 active free trade zones for what we gathered, including the Lagos Free Trade Zone promoted by the Toleram Group. Now, what is most uh, distinguishing about the Lagos Free Trade Zone is the Lekki Seaport Project. And we'll find out in this discussion the benefits of such developments on the Nigerian economy. Now, before we continue, we would ask that you follow us and join the program and uh, on um, at AB under Council underscore NG on Instagram and then LinkedIn American Business Council Nigeria. You use the hashtag, hashtag the ABC Business Exchange to continue the conversation. Now, on this special episode, we have with, I have with me actually Tejazi Abasalara, popularly called TJ. Uh, now, TJ is the general manager for uh, the um, strategic marketing at the Lagos Free, uh, Free Zone. Uh, so, TJ, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Margaret, and hello to all the listeners. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, great to have you here. So, so before we go into the meat of the conversation, it will be interesting to know um, what exactly the Lagos Free, uh, free uh, Zone is about and what role does Solaram play there? Sure. Uh, first of all, thanks for that uh, brief introduction in the beginning about the project, uh, Margaret. Uh, for the benefit of listeners, Lagos Free Zone, if I have to introduce it very briefly, is a first of its kind industrial zone in Nigeria, which is 100% owned and developed by a private business house, which is Tolaram, and is the only free zone in Nigeria today, which has a deep sea port as one of its tenant, which in itself uh, unlocks huge opportunities in terms of operational efficiencies and cost advantages as uh, importers and exporters uh, can imagine who are currently operating in the country. Uh, in terms of uh, our role as Tolaram, uh, the project, uh, before I get into the role of uh, Tolaram as a business house, the project is called Lagos Free Zone and it is uniquely integrated with the upcoming Lakey Deep Sea Port, which is the first deep sea port in Nigeria, uh, long awaited to, to address the congestion problems that we have in the existing port clusters uh, in, in Lagos State. And therefore, Lagos Free Zone, uh, in combination with uh, the proximity to Lakey Port, offers a unique value proposition for manufacturers and industrial operators in the country. As Tolaram, we have been in Nigeria for the last four and a half decades. 
and we are currently one of the biggest uh, manufacturing operators in Nigeria within the consumer goods uh, industry sector. We have about uh, 19 factories spread across different parts of Nigeria today, and uh, Nigeria is our uh, biggest market in terms of our global presence. While we are headquartered in Singapore, uh, but we have uh, business operations in about 12 countries across three continents, and Nigeria represents the the biggest proportion of our uh, annual revenues. And uh, in Nigeria, we are active in three business verticals. One is manufacturing and distribution of consumer goods. The second one, which I am here to talk about today, is the industry infrastructure vertical, where I represent uh, the Lagos Free Zone project. And the third uh, uh, vertical that Tolaram has is uh, fintech business, where we are exploring. setting up and growing uh, potentially uh, massive opportunities within the fintech space across different emerging markets that's that's really quite interesting i will get uh, to the, the the fintech part of the the conversation you just shared because that again is is really we know that the, the fintech space is is uh, the space that's growing um, astronomically uh, considering that every day we hear that um some organization or the other outside of the country is buying into a local fintech uh, company and and so this is really um a, a great area to to explore and look at uh, but we would we would get to that later and uh, but we i'm just really trying to look at um how the lagos free zone you know project by toleram group can help optimize the um, export processing zone and then the, the African Continental Free Trade Agreement the um, after um to to make Nigeria um more competitive you know uh, in the in the region sure margaret that's a very pertinent question uh, i think uh, what lagos free zone is uh, trying to do in our own Uh, limited capacity is to enhance the competitiveness of Nigeria as an investment destination, uh, and therefore positioning the country to benefit the most from the imminent implementation of AFCFTA, which will bring the entire African continent into a single market regime. And the way Lagos Free Zone is uh, trying to do that is by providing three. unique and critical advantages and i'll go through them one by one the first one is the fact that lagos free zone as i was referring to earlier is the only free zone in nigeria today which is uniquely and fully integrated with the upcoming deep sea port which is currently in full swing construction and is expected to commence its commercial operations sometime end of next year or first quarter of 2023 and that is a huge advantage in itself because it will simplify and optimize the cost of doing business in nigeria for all the manufacturing operators in in the country today that are catering to the nigerian uh, demand centers as well as Uh, the the demand centers in the broader west african region 
because as of today, all these operators have to rely on the port cluster in Apapa, which we all know has its own long-standing problems in the in the context of uh, congestion and uh, out-of-date infrastructure. So what Lakey Port is trying to do is to bring in the first of its kind modern and efficient deep sea port, which will enable Lakey Port to service vessels that are four times as big as what they are currently serviced in the existing port clusters in Nigeria. And therefore, it will significantly bring down the cost of importing each container into Nigeria. As of today, Nigeria stands in one of the most expensive uh, countries as far as uh, per container cost of uh, logistics is concerned, whether it is ocean freight to bring it to Nigeria or the land side freight to move the containers from the port side to the hinterland. Both these uh, bottlenecks will be addressed squarely and directly by Lakey Port, and therefore uh, it opens up an array of opportunities for international investors and domestic uh, industrial and manufacturing operators to locate themselves in close proximity to Lakey Port by uh, considering Lagos Free Zone and thereby unlocking the opportunity to service not just the Nigerian market with a population base of close to 200 million people, but the entire West African market with uh, which offers a market that is uh, as big as United States in terms of population currently. The second uh, big advantage that uh, Lake, uh, the Lagos Free Zone project offers is the fact that we as Tularam have been in Nigeria for almost four and a half decades. So we understand the, the challenges and opportunities of the market, and we understand what it takes to run industrial manufacturing operations successfully in the country. And we are bringing all those learnings from our relationship and learnings from uh, our, our businesses in Nigeria to provide a plug and play and an efficient industrial infrastructure ecosystem within Lagos Free Zone, where the incoming tenants can focus on what they do best uh, and not have to worry about arranging the basic uh, industrial infrastructure, such as access to power, access to pipe natural gas, access to uh, well thought out concept master plan that are uh, that allow efficient operations and co-locations with value chains and uh, a whole host of uh, shared services, for example, uh, a common uh, security infrastructure, a common uh, civil infrastructure in terms of uh, roads and drainage networks, and uh, at the same time also lowering the barrier to entry by providing pre-built factories and warehouses which are readily available for lease where it significantly reduces the go-to-market time for the investors and enables them to service the Nigerian market with much reduced uh, time to, to hit the ground running. And the third uh, biggest uh, advantage is the policy framework that uh, Lagos Free Zone is governed by, 
which is the 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 free zone regime in the country and the free zone regime for the uninitiated is uh, something that is uh, underpinned by the legislative framework of the federal government of nigeria and it is based on what is called nigeria export processing zones act which has been uh, a legal act in force since 1992 and it offers one of the most uh, welcoming and liberal regimes for uh, industrial infra- investors to uh, invest into nigeria and a few examples include perpetual uh, income tax uh, exemption uh, exemption from all custom duties ability to import and export uh, all the all the foreign capital together with the capital appreciation and at the same time ability to service the entire nigerian domestic market uh, because there is no restriction or prohibition vis-a-vis inability to service domestic markets unlike a lot of other special economic zones and free zones that you may have uh, heard about in different parts of the world so that these are the three points which uh, you know in a sense capture the unique value proposition of lagos free zone and why we believe it unlocks uh, a significant opportunity for uh, manufacturing operators in the country to not just service nigeria more efficiently but also turn nigeria into an export powerhouse by benefiting the most from uh, the imminent passage and implementation of the african continental free trade agreement fantastic fantastic i i almost wanted to to chime in at some point but i i found your um your inputs and and the insights sharing extremely valuable so i just i just said i should hold on um you know when i have uh, conversations with people in private sector and all the guests i've had on this on this uh, podcast uh, we have a recurring um would i say decimal of uh, infrastructural challenges um in the country um uh, we also have issues around um policy what i call sometimes policy flip flops so today you have this great policy and a framework that kind of guides um you know the 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 the, the existence and 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 the workings and what makes uh, the the zone very attractive uh do you um see or have you ever experienced um the the, the this especially the policy uh, in in contingencies or policy flip flops as I, i would call them um in 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 the work that you do uh, with the experience you've had for over um close to uh, close to five years i'll say as you said for, for 4.5 decades uh, 50 years of of working uh, yeah yeah thanks for that question margaret so let me say this right lagos free zone has been uh in operation for more than a decade now and the underpinning legislative framework that lagos free zone is governed by is supervised and regulated by uh, a federal statutory regulatory body called nigeria export processing zones authority and the basis of the regulation for free zones is the nepz act and this is an act that has been in effect for the last 3 decades so therefore it has uh, stood the test of time has gone through multiple iterations of uh, 
government and private sector collaboration to improve it uh, further and make it more efficient so as far as the concern on policy flip flop is concerned uh, as much as i appreciate where you are coming from but that is something that uh, we can squarely address by saying that all the existing enterprises within lagos region have been able to enjoy the benefits of this framework for over a decade now without any problem whatsoever fantastic uh, this is good to hear and it's good to share with those who really want to do business in nigeria because these come up every time we're having conversations the infrastructure challenges and you know when you talk about the plug and play infrastructural system that just is music to the ears of a potential investor because they want to come in to a place where everything is kind of ready um and and they just you know hit the ground running uh, so the the whole bit about you know having um entry entry um, advantages and and all that would would really help uh, in terms of uh, bringing in investors and i'm happy to note that you know currently we have uh, kellogg's uh, which is a us um, um brand that you uh, that that's running a big factory there and also like because when we visited i also noticed that uh, uh, you have a colgate uh, palmolive uh, factory that's also coming up uh, there so uh, i'm super excited about the work that's that's happening at the at the zone um but let's go back to the issue of the fintech and SMEs, right? Um, what place, for instance, do um, the SMEs, you've talked about the fintech, but I would like you to share more insights on how uh, fintech companies would uh, would leverage the, 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 the zone to operate. Uh, and then SMEs, what, what are opportunities do they have? Um, and how can they take advantage of the benefits of operating within uh, the zone? Uh, I, I recall that we had uh, a webinar with the Deputy Assistant Secretary for African Affairs, Akuna uh, Cook, and she mentioned that there was uh, a need to bring in uh, or to encourage that the administration would encourage a lot of SMEs to consider doing business in um, the continent, specifically in Nigeria, because again, the bedrock of most um, uh, government, most uh, economies, you know, really start with the, the the SME space, or are built on a lot of the SMEs. Uh, so, so what um, advantage and what opportunities do um, SMEs have uh, if they would operate uh, within the zone? Sure. So that's a that's a question that uh, comes our way in our regular interactions with. Uh, the market and the potential of takers and the way we have tried to make it easier for SMEs to to do business uh, in Nigeria is by providing uh, ready built infrastructure and I'll give you a couple of examples it includes uh, pre-built warehouses and pre-built factories which are ready for uh, setting up the manufacturing lines which come fully ready with uh, a power connection and a water connection and the other utilities that typically industrial operations require and therefore allows the SMEs to start their manufacturing operations without having to go through the process of investing a huge upfront capital towards setting up their own factory and thereby enhancing their upfront risk. 
so therefore uh, the way we are trying to make it easier for low, you know, for smes to enjoy a lower barrier to entry is by uh, providing pre built infrastructure and at the same time uh, you know the advantages that i referred to earlier in the context of uh, the broader uh, unique value propositions of legos free zone are all equally applicable for smes as well because they get to enjoy the the benefits that flow out of proximity to a deep sea port and they get to enjoy an uh benefit from the whole host of common industrial infrastructure that legos free zone provides uh in addition to this we are also very flexible to to accommodate the sme sector in all the ways we can in terms of uh payment plans and the uh, mm-hmm. and the lease arrangements that we can offer to smes and that is also something that uh, that is looked quite looked at quite favorably in all our interactions so far so these are a few examples that uh, that that can address the the question that you were getting at that's 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 great i mean i i'm sure a lot of uh, smes would like to know especially smes um, us smes would want to do business in in the country um so i'm i'm sure we can take this um to another level and offline to to look at um the way we can get this message across uh to this um, segment of uh, business so uh, what about fintech because i mean you mentioned that at the beginning fintech so fintech uh, margaret as of today for us as tolaram uh, in nigeria is is still in its initial stages where we are in the process of acquiring uh, a digital banking license uh, and once we are able to do that we'll be able to uh, set up the operations and quickly scale, scale it up but uh, there are a few other markets where we have uh, successfully managed to scale fintech businesses and one such example is indonesia where uh, we have uh, a company what is called uh, amar bank which has been a pioneer in pure play digital banking with a vision to significantly impact uh, digital financial solutions in ways uh, that enhance the the financial inclusion for uh, the the category of uh, society that has typically been unserviced yeah so so this is great um yeah i'm i'm told that we're running out of time as always and i i recall the conversation you and i had at the beginning that sometimes i thought 30 minutes would be enough for this but you know as the, the conversation progresses you realize that there's so much to talk about um so um before we we i ask um the la- last um no i think i should just take this and say um what are the prospects for public private sector partnership um in the area of innovation um at the free trade zone at the free the lagos free zone i don't know why i keep putting the trade that happens commonly so i can understand but uh, yes the the right name for uh, the company is lagos free zone and to answer your question i think the the opportunities are uh, huge uh, and one the one of the biggest cornerstone uh, projects that we have within lagos free zone is the lekki port project which in itself is a public private partnership endeavor uh, uh, and and a pioneering kind at, uh, uh, at at that because it is the first maritime project for a greenfield port development which includes public and private sector participation not just from investors in nigeria but investors from across the world so 
in addition to that as far as the industrial infrastructure within the free zone is concerned i think there are uh, huge opportunities in terms of our sustainability initiatives in terms of uh, having a public private partnership vehicle for solid waste management and uh, setting up uh, you know uh, the the necessary industrial infrastructure whether it is desalination plants or uh, whether it is uh, support for providing a common infrastructure for uh, other uh, sectors of uh, industrial players so i think uh, there, there are huge opportunities as far as uh, public private partnership projects are concerned and we are already uh, you know we are happy to share that uh, there are the lake port is is uh, a shining example of success within this domain fantastic uh, so i would uh, just want to kind of um uh, summarize our conversation in, in terms of understanding the real values you bring to the table and and uh, you know one of them is is the lake uh, deep sea port um so that is one fantastic um would I say value proposition on the table when you talk about the Lagos free zone and again the experience toleran brings to the the table the experience of, of close to I would say 50 years you said four four and a half decades and uh, so you know about challenges and opportunities in the market so you're able to actually share this um, understanding and knowledge and, and and obviously the issues around the plug and play infrastructure system you have the, the whole thing around the the, the lucky um deep port seaport that makes that would reduce the cost of of bringing in uh, goods which um the logistic uh, costs which for me would even impact positively uh, on the country because we are looking at how inflation is, is is trending and i know all these uh costs of production when when they when they when they are reduced would impact on the overall um you know the inflation uh challenges we have in the country. Uh, there are other things around what you do in terms of, you know, having the favorable policy framework that makes um, it very attractive to investors. So there's so much around what you're doing, even for SMEs and, and now the beat around the fintech. I, I, this is a conversation we would have for another day if I'm able to you know, grab your catch here at some point uh, because I know it's been very difficult to get you um, on this on the show. But, um, sadly, our, our listening audience, this is where we um, end uh, the show, uh, and then we'll like to also to say that um, you please follow us on um, the the ABC, AB Council underscore on Instagram and follow the Business Exchange on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify. And for more information on how to set up your business on the Lagos Free Zone, send an email to lagosfreezone at toleram.com. Also, feel free to reach out to us. We will be happy to connect you to um, Toleram. They are members of the American Business Council. And so we'll continue the conversation on LinkedIn and Instagram. And like I said, the hashtag to, to use is the ABC Business Exchange. So, See you next episode, same time on Tuesday, 7th of December. And thank you very much for listening.